0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman show and this week we welcome Barrett, guitarist and vocalist of the band All Else Fails. He talks about his latest EP The Incident at Black Lake and the lyrics behind the work. Barrett went to some uh, personal mental uh, battles and he talks about it in the album. And lets us know a little bit more about the project itself. This and a whole lot more coming up next right here on the Roman Show.
1: Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off. Booster, <laughs> go. go retro, go. Vital. go, go. 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 fly. Guidance, sensor, surgeon, go fly. Com, we're go fly. GNC, we're going to not you go control. FAO, we are done. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we go fly. Launch Control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman, the Roman Show. Show.
0: With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us here. I am your host, Rodolfo Roman. Just a few more to welcome Barrett of um, the band All Else Fails. EP is out right now. The Incident at Black Lake. It's, uh, it's an album uh, that really uh, tackles uh, mental disorders. As you know, uh, in North America, many people are dealing with this. We see it in the news all the time. Especially after the pandemic, many individuals uh, faced, battled mental disorders. And until now, we're seeing more and more with so many people, unfortunately, um, getting into situations that they just they're not able to find any help or it's kind of not uh, accessible uh, but Barrett just doesn't hold anything back he he talks about it in this album especially in the single Devour the Sun which is available right now you can check out the video actually it's pretty cool stuff uh, so we'll be talking to Barrett in just a few and make sure you follow us on the socials that's at Roman Uh, DH for me That's my personal Twitter account And uh, Instagram But You can visit The Roman Show Media On Instagram And Facebook And at The Roman Show On Twitter And of course We're always live At the website TheRomanShow.com Very simple TheRomanShow.com And while you're there Make sure you click on the link For the YouTube channel And subscribe Lots to talk about here guys As we are wrapping By the way Shout out to Impact Wrestling. I had the opportunity uh, to check out some of the tapings. And I must say that uh, you're sleeping on it if you're not watching. They put on some great stuff, some great entertaining matches. Bully Ray was there. Uh, Matt Cardona, formerly Zack Ryder. And so many more wrestlers out there that uh, you got to keep an eye on. Especially this one guy that really caught my attention, Speedball. Uh, I'll be honest, it was the first time I heard of him, Uh, but the guy is very exciting. He brings a lot of his martial arts into his wrestling performance, especially with Taekwondo Kicks, Uh, so check out their Speedball and Impact Wrestling. They'll be having their pay-per-view next year in January, hard to kill, Uh, so check that out. That's January 13. All right, with that being said, a special shout-out to our good friends at Black the Black. Coffee black coffee is so good. Devil Mountain coffee, check it out for yourselves. Devil Mountain coffee, you can get it right now at your local Walmart, but you can also order it online uh, by visiting DevilMountainCoffee.com. It is the most powerful, strongest coffee today. That's Devil Mountain coffee. Check it out for yourself. Boy, oh boy, you will thank me later once you get some of that coffee. Personally, I like the Devil Mountain Coffee Inferno Dark Roast. I personally like the beans. I like to grind them and have them very fresh. Uh, But they have a long list of coffee there that you can choose from. Organic and very powerful. You'll thank me later, especially during those days, those Mondays that you don't want to wake up. Take a little Devil Mountain Coffee and you'll thank me later. Check them out right now. DevilMountainCoffee.com. All right, enough said. Let's go ahead and welcome Barrett of the band All Else Fails to talk about their latest EP, The Incident at Black Lake. <laughs> welcome back everyone to the roman show and on the line we have barrett of all else Bills from canada the new ep is out right now the incident at black lake and barrett the uh, one thing that just stands out and we're hearing the news more and more and more often so many people dealing with mental disorders and illnesses and this is one thing that you covered along with your bandmates in this ep with the single there devour the sun so that right there uh, it's just a, a monumental thing. Now, I know that the EP has been out already for some time. Before we get started, and welcome to the program, I'm sure maybe you've gotten some comments from people about how this track has helped some folks uh, through things.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, hey, first off, thanks for having me. It's, uh, yeah, it's cool to be here. Thanks yeah. for uh, thanks for supporting us and other indie artists. It's, it's a big deal. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's I mean, it's a complicated thing, right? It's like the whole mental health crisis that's going on, especially here in North America. Um, you yeah, know, it's a funny thing, we didn't we didn't intend to set out to talk about that in when we started writing this album. Um, almost like writing unconsciously i guess and I, I start picking up meanings from my own lyrics and i realized that i was writing about myself without without really intending to and uh it, it actually ended up being this really kind of therapeutic thing um we, we started recording this album in early 2020 so you know <laughs> great best, time to be doing right. anything of course <laughs> and uh You know we ended up because of all the restrictions and all of that and you know our timeline disappeared right we didn't have to have an album we didn't have to go on tour because none of those things were happening we ended up taking over two years to write this album i mean it's a four song ep it's like just under 30 minutes long or so so it's like that's a lot of time to be putting into that many songs and uh we just at least we decided early on that when we didn't have any That's like really interesting to hear because, like, you know, as a, you know, as a metal artist who's been around for a long time doing this sort of thing, people just haven't always talked like that. You know, it was it was cool to be able to connect with fans and with kind of new people listening to our music in,
0: in such a personal way. So, so you completed the album before going into rehab?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Basically, the day it was finished, I
0: left. <laughs> wow. So that I mean I? sure, you know, as an artist, that too uh, probably drove you a bit crazy, because you're here you are getting help, but at the same time, you want to know how that album is being produced, because as an artist, you want to be meticulous, make sure that it sounds right.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I still have the opportunity to some extent. Um, we sent it off for, like, you know, honestly, though, yes and no. So yes, because, like, you know, we spent a lot of time in the mixing as well. Our, uh, our engineer, Bevan Booth, did just this incredible job and he was kind of in the same spot he was in no hurry to finish it he wanted to make sure it was perfect he really put as much into this album as we did so um i was away for a month and uh you know during that time they did a a lot of the bass work but when i got back i was able to dig in with like kind of the finishing touches and stuff but also like you know when we started the album two years before things weren't anywhere near as bad for me so like it was like a whole descent into everything as i was working on the album so when I got when I left it was honestly it was just a, it was a massive relief to just have it done and finished I was so stressed about it I was just like trying you know performing and playing in my mind like above my skill level on the album so it was like you know really just like practicing all the time and, and trying to expand my skill sets and you know all of this stuff we were you know we we're it, it, it'd be easy to look at it and say oh it's just you know, a metal album with some like programming in it or whatever. But like, you know, we really stretched our our ears and our skill sets to like try to come up with something like that really meant something musically as well as lyrically. Like every, you know, play, there's so much going on in this album, and we we really went out of our way to make sure that every note and every synth sound and every you know exploding bass thing or whatever had a reason. To there everything's there for a thematic reason it's not just for like, hey let's put some basement things they sound cool, which you know, which they do, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everything's everything kind of is telling its own story and uh, you know, being not in the greatest of mindsets and, you know, in the worst it's ever been, it was it was like kind of a mind of an experience. Excuse my language, sorry. Um but but getting out of it and getting done, it was a massive relief when I got to go. And then when I got to come back, I came back, you know, fresh and was able to listen to it with New years ago. Oh, holy, holy shit! Like that's what was going on. I like I don't even remember. Something.
0: Wow, that that is that's some stuff. Now with the of the sun, is that pretty much sums up what you went through? Or is it more of the entire EP? Uh, Because the incident At Black Clay I mean The the first thing That just ran to me Was I don't know why I just thought about it Was Friday the 13th You know (laughs) Because of the whole Concept of the art Um, But But is the EP Pretty much a story Of what you went through?
1: Yeah Yeah it is I mean They're all a little bit different But yeah Essentially um, It's not like You know In order necessarily um, But yeah Devour the Sun Specifically I I, As far as the Like kind of lyrics Went on that one I worked with my, uh, with our old bassist, uh, some guest vocals on that, a uh, guy from Sleep Wraith named CD Mitchell, and he kind of, had, he actually wrote quite a bit on that with me, and he, he'd come up with kind of the vo- some of the vocal patterns and that sort of thing for the heavier parts, but when I sat down to come up with the lyrics for that one, um, I, I actually kind of wrote, ended up writing out this story, a short story about it. Right. Um, but essentially, the idea of the song itself was um, it. It follows the story of um, of this of this light, and it's traveling through the universe. Like imagine deep in space or in the galaxy, whatever whatever you want to see it as. Um, and it travels for so long that it forgets what it is, and um, you know it's it becomes all messed up by it, and it only it's only at the end of its life when it catches itself in the reflection of of a person that it sees what it is, but it's already too late because it's been traveling for too long and then it's gone and, um, you know, it's sold in a, i think it's sold in a more eloquent way than that, of course, but, um, you know, the idea was that, you know, at the end of, again, we were writing this stuff kind of in the middle of the pandemic, which is like, you know, problematic for everybody, right? But I was also having other problems going on in my life and good things too, like I I had my first son, and but like all things happened kind of all right at the same time. And uh, you know, I was looking down the barrel of like music being the most important thing in my life at that up to that point had disappeared. Like, we didn't know if we were ever gonna, like, you know, we're not getting any younger. If that if this whole if the lockdowns would lasted 10 years, like they were talking about in the beginning, like that sure. would have been the end of the career, right? And so, like. You know, obviously, it was like kind of a bit of a metaphor for myself, like burning so hot for so many years, and like being on the cusp of all the things I wanted to do, and then just being totally shut down. And like it, you know, it messed me up, right? So, so it was kind of a story for that. And then once we got into shooting the music video, I didn't really want to retell that story first and foremost because I don't, I don't know how the hell I would do that. <laughs> but um, so the video itself, if anybody has seen it, it's um, you know it's. It's told in a way that it's more about the ghosts that we carry with us. It's the shit that we pick up along through our lives that we carry along and then that we pass on to the next generation, to our kids, or to the people who learn from us or whatever. So there's kind of a couple different spins on that story. Um, And then as far as the rest of the album goes, yeah,
0: hard dynamically like it makes sense musically with it but you know, I didn't mess up there cuz I didn't change any of that sort of stuff and you know those aren't my words so so now one thing I noticed though you definitely gotten really hard in this album uh and it seems if you go back to your previous albums right it wasn't as heavy and as hard as this it's just midway through i guess through the albums that you pushed out like the the forever lie where you start to kind of pick it up but usually you see bands that they start out heavy and then they end up going lighter we've seen it a lot with some of these metal bands right they started so heavy i mean one of that comes into my head right now is uh bring me the horizon they started so heavy it almost sounded like death metal and now they've almost gone like pop but you guys went the other way yeah um you know there, there's a few
1: reasons for that so when we first started off, like our bands been going a long time. I think I started this with a few other guys in 2006 or so. So I mean,
0: what is that, 15 years-ish, give or take. So we've been going a long time. And when we started off, we were really more of like a post-hardcore band, um, kind of doing our, you know, our metalcore, Alexis on Fire sort of, sort yeah. of thing. And, um, but like, you know, we've been
1: together for so long that, you know, band members change right over time and different writers come in and out and there's kind of been like three phases of our band there was the first bit with those original members and then we toured a bunch and we had kind of our first successes and um you know that just changed people that was five or six years people changed and moved along and we swapped out a couple of members And we had a second run and we got quite a bit heavier at that point that was when we put out trouble um, and that album's pretty heavy um and then you know we ran that for for kind of with that lineup for a while, and then it you know it lightened up a little bit, it changed. We were kind of experimenting with the sound because, like, one of the things I wanted to do when I started this band is I didn't really want to put the same album on twice. In fact, I had plans to do drastically different albums, um, you know, and that didn't really necessarily happen. And, uh, you know, kind of in the middle, we were, we were doing kind of similar things, but the idea was to never really be live locked down to anything, um, and then. With this album, our, uh, you know, we kind of hit the end of our tour running in, I don't know, maybe 2018 or so, and, the, you know, our lineup changed up again, so, so I've done a few members. We uh, we took a little bit of time off. I was touring with some other bands, and uh, when I kind of, when we got back together and rebuilt again with some, you know, you kind of just swap out with friends and other guys from other bands and that sort of thing, we came into this, and this lineup is really interesting because... Um, we don't really have, like, goals as far as, like, oh, we need to be heavier, or we need to be lighter, or we need to write for this kind of person or that. Like, I've never really believed in that. I always think that music, like, is selfish in a lot of ways. Like, I write it for me because I'm writing, it you know, you don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks about it. Like, sure. you know, if this is for me to express something. And the other guys are all very much that way. Um... And the heaviness of this one, is undeniably, it's our heaviest album. And uh, I just think that's where we all are. We're all just wanting to write something that, like, I think there's a lot of beauty in it as well. There's a lot of softness. There's a lot of, like, kind of, like, ethereal, moody pieces and such in it. But uh, at the end of the day, I think, you know, we, what our priority is as musicians is, like, uh, aside from writing, is we want to get on stage and we want to feel it. Like, we want to just get up and hit our first few chords and rest and just like feel the like crushing power of it. And um, you know, I think there's also like, so there's that and also like, you know, these are darker elements I and mean, darker themes and that lends itself to heaviness. There's like kind of two kinds of heavy music. There's the kind where it's loud and aggressive, chuggy and whatever. But then there's also like, it's heavy because it's heavy like emotionally or the weight of what we're doing it, it. Like, like I like to think you know if you ask me what the heaviest band of all time is like I, you know, I wouldn't say every album but I think it's The Doors you know huh. and they're not a heavy sounding band but right. like those listen to like 5 to 1 or things like that and like then those are heavy songs like right. it's just a different kind you
0: know interesting enough well I mean uh, you know I gotta got commend you on what you're doing because when people think of heavy metal they always think of you know anger and worshiping the devil but here we are and I've, we've seen it so much how music especially metal and has has pretty much benefited many people who are dealing with a disorder and even during the pandemic it seemed that it, in a way it brought out the best of artists and at the same time helping those who were in need who needed that voice who needed to say something and it was through music through metal that they were able able to express themselves
1: yeah, I. I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, it's, you know, it's funny. I've always kind of thought of it like that. Like, you know, obviously you can go back and you can find your church-burning bands, and, and you know that sort of stuff. But like, and you know, like whatever about that, whether that's yeah. even even or not. But um, like, there is like it's. I always I find it so funny that people outside of the scene have those opinions still about heavy music. Because like, I mean, I think back to bands like you know, like Hate breed, right? Like if you remember right. them, they're of like course, they're very positive. Like, yeah. this is for my friends yeah. and my family yeah. because, you know it's yeah. like so much metal is so positive and it is about bringing these things up but like you know let's be honest if there's like bad shit going on in your life yeah. like glossing over it with some happy ass pop song isn't gonna help you it's like to yeah. make you feel better but digging into it and dealing with your shit is how you get over it and you know metal fans, I think generally are like not afraid to you know not afraid to get into the shit and
0: that's like ultimately healthy which is crazy right yeah yeah i mean perseverance is one of them that it just comes to my head i mean so many great songs from heybreed is so positive and gets you up uh despite of the heaviness yeah. that if you take that out just listen to the lyrics itself they're very motivational man so Barrett, i want to thank you so much and I know uh, 2023 is around the corner. We hope to see you sometime real soon on tour. And uh, if you do make it down here to Florida, we would love to have you and, and uh, just head back the hell out, man. Uh, that's, a, that's a huge goal for us. We've, we've never played live in the states. We've played lots of other places, but it's,
1: uh, it's a big thing that it's like time for us to get to get down and see you know see our friends, off the border, see our fans. So, yeah, I mean, I'll let you know if we're down there <laughs> we've, uh, we will, I can't, there's nothing I can talk about yet, but we sure. absolutely will be touring in the new year and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have some dates to announce soon and we're, we're going to have a couple of more music videos to come out still. Um, we, we, have more or less abandoned our social media because, you know, Facebook and all of that, but, um, you know, we're, we're still releasing through indie media, through, um, supporters that way. Out and uh, yeah, we're,
0: we're out there We're out. <laughs> Awesome Well thanks so much Barrett And hope to talk to you soon And uh, happy new year man that for the interview again make sure you follow the plan. all else fails the website the has all the details you know on how to find out how to listen to their latest UK, the incident at black lake all right thanks so much everyone for joining us here on the program and we will catch you next week we're right here on the roman show if you haven't been on you haven't heard catch you next time everyone cheers